is good divine pill family so listen i woke up i am well rested it is gorgeous outside windy but gorgeous not the day to go out with your hair you know down uh probably want to put up in a ponytail <laughs> but um so anyways i kind of like what i was doing with the landlord series um i'm gonna try to keep this one short and this one is for family members who probably don't are not gonna see this one coming um and it's gonna be funny because i think it's gonna be a lot of the quote-unquote divine people who are gonna get hit up and this kind of um is the surface i like to get down to the bottom and to the core of why things happen and and um so let me kind of paint the picture for you we just had the eviction moratorium extended for one whole other year and um there are people who are taking full advantage of it um, as we speak, um, the tenants for one of my parents' properties are late on their payments. Yes, darling, yes. But that's uh, probably because they're on a five-day vacation with their family because it's the dad's birthday. So, but with that being said, they, um, the tenants understand that um, and it's not all of them, right? I Listen, like in anything else, I shouldn't have to say this, but there are good tenants who have had hard times and are not giving their landlords a hard time and or tenants who have been, you know, still able to keep their jobs and still make the payments or whatnot, or, or at least are on amicable terms with their, with their landlord, right? But there are some that are taking full advantage that are still working. Okay. And, but they choose to, um, not make payments because they have other things that they want to do it on. And they know that part of the, from what I understand with the eviction moratoriums, they cannot, landlords will not be able to take a civil suit, uh, action against the tenant. And that means it's not going to show up on their records. I kind of talked about it last night. But here's the kicker. So these people that have bad intentions, they're already going to start making plans for their next moves. And that's where you come into play. And so what that means for you is you need to start paying attention to any family or friends that are talking ish about their landlords. And the landlord is all kinds of bees and hoes and just witches and all kinds of stuff. Um, and you need to really check yourself and take into account if that person, if, if you can allow yourself to look at it through the eyes of the perspective and you start to figure out that your cousin, Ray Ray, or your friend, Pukisha, you know, um, isn't paying the landlord, then yeah, landlord's going to be pissy. If you have family or friends that are tearing up their place or they think it's funny and you've been over to their place and you see <clears throat> they've been punching holes in the stuff, bare cans everywhere, you know, grass dying or whatever, you know, just not taking care of the property. Like, guess what? You're the next 12 months, they're going to be building up a relationship with you. And as things come to an end, for the eviction moratorium 
they're going to be trying to get on your couch in your room. They will have already scoped out your situation to figure out if you have an extra room or you have a spare room and, oh, they're will- they'll be willing to probably pay a little bit of rent till they can get in their feet and find somewhere else to move. Don't do it. Don't do it because I'm telling you, we've been talking about, you know, when I talk about dogs or, uh, we talk about the hand, you know, don't bite the hand that feeds you. And a lot of it has to do with the dog or the person being unappreciative. But we have no business trying to feed dogs that's going around biting people. So right now, this dog is running from neighbor to neighbor. You didn't seen this dog chase the postman. You already seen this person try to bite a little girl or a little boy. But I'm, I'm talking about in the context of... Is starting to show signs. This dog is start, starting to show rabies. It's starting to froth at the mouth. And you think that you're special and you think that you're different or you're going to be completely blindsided. So this is where you're going to have to start to, you know, this is part of the ascension process. And it kind of sucks. Um, if I'm going to be honest, it sucks. Like nobody really talks about what's below the surface of what it really means to ascend. And so part of what it means to ascend is you're starting to pay attention to who you associate with, okay? And that means that you're going to start to be paying attention to what your cousins are saying, your family are saying, what your, you know, friends are saying. And so you're going to start paying attention to how they talk about other people. And, you know, because you're love and light and you want to be supportive, Oh, so now we're introducing mammy behavior, coddling behavior, where it's like, you know, Pukishia is going to come and tell you, girl, my landlord is giving me stress. You're going to be like, where? What's, what's the tea? What, what's happening? Well, they want me to pay the rent and they're trying to charge me late fees because I haven't paid it. And you just came back from a five-star restaurant where they spend $300 on their food or something, you know, like I've seen the receipts, trust me. <laughs> you can easily rack up 300 konati, but that's neither here nor there. But anyways, <laughs> so, and so, so you need to start putting two and two together. Okay. This person is low vibrational um, because it, you know, it's one thing to talk about people's spending habits. Um, I don't think I'm comfortable enough to to really read someone for filth for their spending habits. I think that it's something that you learn to um to manage for yourself. But where I will read them for filth is now you can see that this person has a disregard for other people's property, other people's value, and for, you know, for order, right? Cuz Part of when we talk about, I'm going to drag in the divine masculine or the relationship component, right? Because some of us don't learn lessons unless it's in a handsome man or something. But one of the things when we look at about the dating relationship is if he's bringing chaos and disorder into your life, that's toxic, that's karmic, that's low vibrational. But if we spill that over into other areas of our life and you start to see how other people operate, now you start to look at what they are introducing in their life. If Pukishia is creating chaos and disorder in other people's life, 
that's low vibrational, that's toxic. And then you need to figure out why are you coddling this person? And why are you going to nod and agree and be like, girl, you should do this, that, and the third. And now you're in on the game on trying to screw over the landlord, right? And help them pack in the middle of the night. And I heard like when I, I had mentioned about how my la- my landlord, my um, my former, one of my former bosses had a beautiful log cabin and they were um renting it out and um don't remember all the details of what went wrong but i do remember him telling me is that they broke all the windows i smashed the windows out your car right smashed all the windows out of the um log cabin but before they left they um clogged the toilets and turned on like all the faucets and let the water overflow and the property management company didn't know that they had left or whatever so by the time they caught it all of the wood floors were damaged because the you know wood expands and it's a log cabin it was so oh just thinking about it it cost them thirty thousand dollars and um I'm a little bit familiar with water damage too, but then now you're starting to have to worry about mildew and it getting into the baseboards and up creeping up into the walls and the whole containment issues. It cost him $30,000. Okay. And so, um, what you need to be aware of, cause I'm going to try to keep this short is, when we talk about, we joke about um in the dating world, right? Winter is coming. Listen, winter is coming. They they got an extension. They got an eviction of moratorium. But for those of you who are hearing me under the sound of my voice, and between now and when this eviction moratorium ends, you've been warned, and you're, it's going to be on tragic. Right, because I know what it's like to have to have eliminated some people out of my life because I started to see how they were moving, and I listen my my swords I, I have my eye on somebody right now, I'm like, I'm seeing how you're moving, and you you're thinking you're gonna come in and try to take advantage of me like financially it's not it's a no go but i'm keeping I'm keeping that you know I benefit of doubt. I think that the high vibrational approach would be to you know, advise them to do the right thing, you know, um, set the gold standard. That would be the high vibrational thing to do. Because I think when I was talking last night about <clears throat> not accepting applicants who were starting to show up to be shady or that you see all the red flags, a high vibrational response, if if it's in, with you, in you and it's not always going to be for someone is this person has been doing this behavior and no one has told them what the gold standard is. And so I'm not going to say I have the perfect um, response as you're engaging with these low frequency people who are applying to get into your property, but it could be something along the lines of, um, I would have loved to have you, you know, um, be one of my tenants, but I need, I'm looking for someone who has a long-standing credit history and a good rapport with their landlord. And they may never ever, you know, 
you won't revisit the vomit with that because you already the flags are there. But now it can get the wheels turning in their head. You're not going to see the growth, but now they can know, okay, I need to change my behavior. And it's not going to apply to everyone. But like I said, they don't have family or friends or the moral compass. But if you think that that's going to help, then you tell them what the standard is. We're looking for someone who's consistent with their payments, someone who is um, has a great credit, hit, you know, credit history and is also long term employment that shows a disability and has a great rapport with their landlord those things matter and so they will go on and and you know sometimes it can t- some people are quick learners and some people it might take them a while but it's going to soak in it and they get the message and that can be your contribution to alchemizing the landscape of real estate and the landlord and tenant relationship right but um if you're that friend you know or cousin or family member whatever and they're telling you the sob stories. Do not, um, don't encourage the toxicity. You know, it's it's almost irresponsible because you're letting them think that what they're doing is okay. Um, and but and so I want to end with this. I think that um, some people that are uh, start to understand and they're going to start to play on your emotions and start to take inventory of what's happening in your Canaan land. Like they will have already scoped out if you have an extra bedroom or extra, some, some people have guest rooms or in-law suites or ADUs, additional dwelling units. And so they're going to be already scoping out and pocket checking you to see where they can get into where they can fit in. And they've already masterminded like how they're going to you know have conversations to where now they can get in with you and it's going to be I'm you know I promise I'm gonna you know I'm not gonna I don't need a lot I'm just gonna stay in my in my area and da da da. but they already showed their hand they already told you what they what they're gonna do you know with someone else and unfortunately you would like to think that because you have a relationship that they're not going to turn and do that to you, you know, because it's family and friends. And like I said, it's funny because there's always going to be those people that can be like, well, my niece would never do that to me. My nephew would never do that to me. And the funny thing is why I think that even came up is because we're, um, with the, the tenant situation, they had the mother-in-law come in and was in tears, you know, which is, is, just to tell you kind of just how funky the whole situation was, right? In tears. And she's like, oh, we're going to make sure that they're going to, you know, make their payments. And we're just so appreciative. And this is going to be good for the grandbabies and da, da, da. 12 non-payments later, this person is nowhere to be seen, was in on the BS. And, um, <clears throat> and, you know, there was something else I was going to say about that, but it kind of slipped my mind. Maybe, maybe it was for a reason, but they co-signed on it, right? On, on the behavior. But the funny thing is, and and I'm already kind of spilling the tea a little bit, but um, they're going to probably end up moving in with um, either the in-law 
it's either his in-law or her in-law they're going to end up moving in with. Um, and, and so then that's where all the karma, all the coddling that you did, all the non-payment, um, because they're both working and they're both making payments. They're, I mean, not, they're not making payments. They're both working. They're still gainfully employed. So yes, there is an eviction moratorium. Um, but they were still making money, but they weren't making any payments at all. So those type of people, and this is when I talk about family, it is really sad because now we're talking about, and I have a wide, um, listening. I have from like 16 to 64, 65, my range of audience. And, um, it's, it's, it used to be 50, 50, men and women, but it's, it's now like 27% um, men last time I checked. So it's predominantly women. And so that means that these are your sons. These are your daughters. These are, you know, um, like I said, family members. But I think that when it comes to the relationships, if you're a mother, you are going to have to, you seen your son, Ray Ray Jr. Just running amok with his landlord and, You've been sitting over there coddling him and helping him and, you know, helping to send the nasty text messages and all of it. But guess what? Ray Ray Jr. already know that you are living at home with, you know, those extra three bedrooms and the pool in the backyard with the pool boy. And you thought that you had retired and were living your best moisturized, wrinkle-free, gray-haired life and loving to have Mr. Jones come over and spend the night. Listen, Ray Ray Jr. finna fumble your bag and your finances and your home. And he's going to start telling you stuff about how, you know, wouldn't it be nice to make sure that you have a, a man in the house and things are just not safe and, you know, he can help around the house and blah, blah, blah. You've got some decisions to make. And I think it is a little bit sad. You know, maybe I'm just like the bitchy bearer of bad news. <laughs> Um, but it's like, it is a little tragic because I've been on that side. I've seen, you know, once I started to take inventory of how people moved and I'm like, dang, they did them like that. That's, mm. and then I see you starting to make advances in that way. I've had to cut people out. And it's sad because you would, you really do want to hope that they're not going to, um, do you like that? Especially when it's family, Right. It is sad, and um, I can't begin to imagine what that would mean to maybe understand that you've played a role in it too, like, you know, coddling your son and or your daughter, when you should have been telling them, well, you know, try to get some more hours at work, or try to, you know, get another stream of income, or cut down on the utility expenses so you have more towards the rent, and being proactive, right? Um, and encourage them to come up with solutions that will allow them to either move into somewhere better or to meet their responsibilities. And so now you are about to face your karma. Some of you are going to have to um, really set your boundaries. And because there's karma involved, it's going to be a little bit, you know, rough, but stand your ground. You know, part of the ascension process is setting healthy boundaries. 
And like I said, you have a little bit of time to kind of see what the game is. The eviction moratorium is extended for another year, but my mom says every pig has a Sunday. Every pig has a Sunday. So it's something that's coming sooner than later, but at least you've been forewarned. And like I said, like you start to pay attention to what people say in other areas. And with that comes the the manipulation that they think you're a um you're an easy lick. Right? So it's weird. It's kind of like a a litmus test. You know, pay attention to what you're what what how what kind of a friend are you being you know are you <clears throat> and it's funny because you might be like i'm not the toxic person i'm holy i'm sanctified i'm moisturized i'm a divine feminine right and so your finances are together and you treat your family well and you pay your things on time and you are amicable with those around you but and again, preaching to the choir, because it's kind of like um, the same friends that I had to cut out. I seen how they moved with other people, you know. Um, and um, it's, it's yeah, so I completely understand what you're up against and facing in terms of how having to, you know, either decide to bite your tongue or not hang around them as much or depending on who the person is, right? Because it's, it's I, I think I'm very conditional. Um, I will prefer to be conditional. You already know what kind of friend, if they're going to listen to you or not. <laughs> That's the one that you told them to get, you know, their license with you when you were getting your license or to look for a solution and they're just not hearing you. Um, and then you have the friend that maybe there's a little bit of hope and you just tell them, well, you know what? Um, I know things are going really rough with your landlord right now, but the eviction moratorium extended for one year. So that gives you time to look for a better paying job or add another stream of income or look for ways to save so you can get down payment on a house. <laughs> and in the back of your mind, you can be thinking, because you're not finna move into my into my house or, you know, move in with me on my couch, because I, I can tell you... I, I, how the story ends um and and ah, <laughs> uh, you guys if i'm gonna be petty i'm gonna be petty all the way so one of my mom's favorite jokes it actually was from a pastor but he said you know i know that some of you don't like to lie and and same thing right he's like you know that you shouldn't be talking to pukisha um Ray Isha or whatever, and you know every time she calls, she's just gonna call to gossip, and so you don't want to lie and tell her that you're busy. But he's like, if you need to, just put on a pot of water and let it start boiling. And when she calls, just tell her, listen, Ray Isha, I really want to talk to you right now, but um, I just put something on the stove, and then you're not lying. Like, <laughs> funny but not funny. What's the principle? If you already kind of know how things are going and you've had certain family members talking to you about their living circumstances and you've been coddling them and, you know, in the mix with even aggravating the situation between them and their landlord, they already scoped out. You, you. I can't wait to come back to this in a year. Like, I, I need to go back and check which podcasts I have comments open. And you're going to write me and be like, girl... 
why was it um November Thanksgiving? Ray Ray uh Ray Isha um is asking me if if she can move into one of my bedrooms. Listen, you occupy those spaces. You set up your kids in there. You make one of them a sewing room, and you set up a business that were to where you have to use that sewing room three to five days a week. Like, don't even allow for any free spaces not for that type of energy and and I think it's kind of funny too like I I'm starting to learn it just how to deal with some of the pushback because I even noticed this this too I had done a podcast on um protecting yourself but because I was talking and it's funny it's funny not funny but I have been talking about like protecting yourself from dusties and low vibrational energies and that type of thing but the moment I talk about protecting yourself from a Karen Karen somehow found herself to to um flag my 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 um my podcast right and it's funny because even when we talk about good men and bad men and and black men who are low vibrational it's kind of like people want to identify with that person this is messages for a specific type of person are you going to have that friend who's really out here doing the best they can and has been paying their payment making their payments on time and has been amicable with the um landlord and you know, maybe when the eviction time comes, has been making their payments, and then the landlord decides to to still evict them, you know, um, and give the 30-day notice, which they legally should be able to do at that point. And so they're going to go about the process of trying to find another place and may possibly need to stay with you. The, the circumstances are different, right? is conditional but you're gonna have people being like oh you're just mean you're not it's not for everybody this message is for the top, those type of people and i'm giving you indicators and the characteristics on how they move and what they're going to be saying and how it's going to affect you yes you're going to have good family members yes you're going to have good friends yes you're going to have yes there's good black men out there yes there's good black women out there yes there's good people in the black community yes there's good bosses yes there's good co-workers yes there's good white people yes there's um you know great organizations out there but at the same time like let's not be so um divine that we're no earthly good and you can't recognize that you are you are about to to embark on a journey that can affect the rest of your life because you know some of these um scenarios I, I i did one where i was talking about hide your hide your apartment when it comes to dating and um one of the ones that was so tragic i did a podcast on it this this guy killed two sisters absolutely ruthless um and there was another it was like a 68 year old man that killed his um it was like his girlfriend slash he was renting from her but it was his girlfriend and um she wasn't paying the bills and i and so it sounded like they had had an argument because he wasn't making his payments and he offed her and same thing with the two other um girls it's like you are now sleeping with the devil like you let them into your house and now they're not going to be contributing and now they're in your space and now it's become a 
You know, I t I've been talking about how to create your own paradise and create your own ecosystem and create your own Eden around you. And that means you pay attention to what animals you have in, in your garden and the flowers and sources of water and shelter and protection and, and that type of thing. And so you're basically, you know, kind of setting yourself up in, in, so yeah, so, hmm. It is what it is. I might have more for you talking more about it from what I see on my end, but I'm telling you, pay attention to the conversations and within a year, it, you know, make sure if you're hearing this and you have those extra bedrooms, they know. They know and they're going to try to rent it from you. And you're going to invite them into your house. And and I've had this now that I'm thinking about this. Um, uh, I actually have a story on this one. I do, as I um, think, but like I'm telling you, I, I have lived through the different circumstances. I've seen it. I already know the plays. Um, unfortunately, at this level, it's, it's, it's a little different. Like I said, new levels, new devils, and um, more to, to risk and that type of thing. But yeah, just pay attention. Pay attention to, to who's moving. Are you coddling? And uh, setting healthy boundaries. At least you can prepare yourself. Right? All right. It has been my pleasure. Uh, it's Sunday. We'll see how I feel. I'm super excited about reading tomorrow's um, How Rich People Think. I'm like really looking forward to it. <laughs> so we'll see. I don't really have anything else on my schedule for today or that I can think of to come up with. Probably will just be relaxing, drinking on Mai Tai. I don't even know what a Mai Tai is. I've never had one. I know. But um, yeah, I'm just really, today's so pretty. But I'm um, looking forward to doing the How Rich People Think on Monday. And then let's see what the week brings ahead. Looking forward to doing the Persuasion deck also. I need to do a Food Oracle um, and, a, and a Divine Feminine card too. So it's been my pleasure. Enjoy the rest of your day. Until the next podcast. Peace.